You're listening to a word from the Lord, the podcast. My name is Pastor Michael E. Tong, and I serve as the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church right here in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. And I'm also a co-founder of a word from the Lord, Inc. And when you get an opportunity, I would love for you to visit our website at awftl with Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. AWF is uh, the initials for Word from the Lord, with spelled out, Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. And you can get to know our ministry and our vision. And in short, our vision is to share the Word of God with as many people as we can, and in many ways as we can, in Jesus' name. So if you'd like to support our ministry, after you listen to the message, God use uh, this message to touch and reach you in such a way that you would like to give. Uh, visit that website, AWFTL, with Dr. Michael McKimbleEton.org or call 1-855-510-1397. To announce that we will begin broadcasting on the first Sunday in June of 2023 on the Now Television Network. It's the second largest African-American television network. And it also is a satellite uh, also. And we're going to be broadcasting uh, throughout Europe. Uh, we heard in London, Paris, throughout that corridor, as well as all over Africa. So we are excited about joining the team at the Now Television Network. We're calling all of our prayer warriors to begin to intercede on behalf of the television program that God would use it in mighty and awesome ways to impact the body of Christ not only in America we'll be heard in America but all around the world so we want to thank you in advance for praying now we're going to take you into the 11 o'clock service at the Bethlehem Baptist Church it is Sunday September the 10th uh, we're continuing a series entitled he has been faithful. He's been faithful. Today we're going to be looking at a message entitled, He was faithful to Joseph. He was faithful to Joseph. We're going to be looking at Genesis chapter 50, verse 19 through 20. Genesis chapter 50, verse 19 through 20. Now, without any further ado, let's get into the service where we'll get the Lord. into Once again, we're so happy the Word. We're to be in the household of the Lord this morning before... We get in the word. We have a few announcements. Uh, first announcement I want to share is this afternoon at 3 o'clock, Mount Island Baptist Church there in Winniewood, Oklahoma, will be selling, celebrating their church anniversary. It's uh, 121 years of service there in the community, and they have invited us to come and be a part of that service. Uh, Reverend Rushing is preaching the 11 o'clock service this morning, and Reverend Sheldon Williams is going to be preaching this evening of the Mount Carmel Baptist Church there in Winniewood, Oklahoma. So we're looking forward to going and visiting with them. And also I want to challenge and encourage and inspire you to continue to pray. Again, Sunday School was about fervent prayer. It's about fervent prayer, and I want you to continue uh, to pray and to pray for those that are on the pastor's uh, text uh, prayer list. Um, 
many times I, I don't get to share the details of what's going on with many of them, but if they are there on the list, uh, they are going through. Amen. So we want you to uh, pray this Friday from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. as we fast and pray this Friday. Jesus said, my house shall be called a house of prayer. So we want to make this place what God says it should be. Amen. Amen. And also, I had an opportunity to vote this last Friday in early voting. Um, in the runoff race, in the Merrill runoff race, and I want to encourage you, if you didn't get to do it early, I want you to do it on Tuesday, amen? amen. On Tuesday, and you go out and vote. Our moderator's uh, uh, initiative, one of the initiatives that he's going to start under his new administration is registering people to vote. He says he's not concerned about who you vote for. He just wants you to vote. And uh, it's always a purpose for me to put on that little sticker there that we got that picture me so much. I put it on. I wear it proudly um, because I vote. I vote. And many times uh, um, I vote because I can. Amen. Amen. Let me say that again. I vote because I can. And uh, we want you to get out this Tuesday and vote. Amen. Amen. And praise the Lord. Uh, over in Tatum, Oklahoma, Pilgrim Baptist Church has invited us to come and be a part of them on September the 20th. On September the 20th. And uh, I want you to meet me there on September the 20th. They're going to have a revival September the 20th through the 22nd. Uh, 7 p.m. nightly and we have been invited and I pray that God moves on your heart, mind and soul to go and be a part of uh, their revival service. They have uh, supported us in both our loyalty uh, time and in our revivals. Uh, they went and picked up uh, the preacher uh, so that Herman didn't have to drive all the way back up there and come back. <laughs> down about that to get it so uh, we want to help support them amen and we are excited it's coming up it's coming it's coming it's coming we will be celebrating on 121 on September the 24th and we are excited and we're asking everybody to come back to West Town and celebrate with us 121 years of service and we are excited about that. We're excited. We're going to have a special offering, $1 per year or one penny per year, one, uh, 120 pennies per year. Just one 120, amen, uh, to celebrate. Yeah, 121, uh, to celebrate, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Looking forward for Reverend Herman Stevenson. He's going to come and share once again one of our favorite sons to come and share on that Sunday. So invite your family, invite your friends, tell everybody to come back. Amen to the Bethlehem Baptist Church as we celebrate in Jesus' name. Today we are continuing in a series entitled, He's Been Faithful. He's been faithful. And we're celebrating God's faithfulness all month long because God has been 
faithful to the Bethlehem Baptist Church for 121 years. And we are excited to celebrate his faithfulness. And we're going to celebrate all month long about God's faithfulness. And uh, we pray that there will be a time of great encouragement as we looked at Bible characters who will be able to sing this song of the Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir and say that he's been faithful to me. It had not always been easy, they would probably tell you, but he's been faithful. The psalmist says in 1 uh, in 37, 25, I have been young and now I'm old. Yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor their seed begging bread. So we're celebrating God's faithfulness to the Bethlehem Baptist Church here. Uh, we've uh, already studied about Abraham and seen God's faithfulness in Abraham's life on Wednesday. If you didn't get an opportunity in the pastor's link that will go out. Uh, text, uh, you can look at how faithful he was to Moses and uh, today we're going to see how faithful he was to Joseph. We're going to look at how faithful he was to Noah, how faithful he was to Ruth and Elisha. And then on the 24th we're going to celebrate God's faithfulness to the Bethlehem Baptist Church. And then we're going to talk about the last message in the series, how he was faithful to Elisha. And uh, we are excited. We're going to look at this morning a message entitled, He Was Faithful to Joseph. He Was Faithful to Joseph. Would you please stand in reverence to the Word of God? Stand symbolically saying that I will stand on the Word of God because I believe that it is true. Let's read this together out loud at the same time on three. One, two, three. Amen. You may be seated in the household of the Lord. Uh, I just want to say that again. But Joseph said to them, Don't be afraid. Am I in the place of God? You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is being done, the saving of many lives, the saving of many lives. Again, this morning we're going to talk about he's been faithful to Joseph. We're going to look at on around uh, three points. Uh, we'll talk about a full circle maturation, a full circle minute, a full circle moment full circle maturation, a full circle minute, and a full circle moment. We want Christians to know today that uh, Christians can trust God to bring their lives together for a full circle blessing. Let me say it again. Christians can trust God to bring their lives together for a full circle blessing. We're going to play this brief video. Then we'll get to the word. How do I look? 
You're my son. You look handsome, just like your father. <laughs> Is it my fault that I'm his favorite? Well, Reuben's not here now, is he? We have enough time to do the job before he gets back from the city. You sold me? You sold me? But you're my brothers! Joseph, my son! Joseph is dead! My son is dead! My son! Oh, and be careful with this one. He insists he's not a slave. <laughs> this one, where is he from? An excellent choice, great one. How did you get into this mess? Nothing. I did absolutely nothing to deserve this. He's forgotten you, but not God. With God, silence is not absence. He knows exactly where I am. dreams are both one and the same. The famine has begun. Amen. Praise the Lord. As we look at the maps briefly, uh, this is a map of the Holy Land, or Cana, this was the land promised to Abraham, so we studied Abraham. Um, and if you have good eyes, uh, you can see uh, the track that Joseph was on when he went to search out for his brothers. It was around this area here where he was thrown in a pit and later they pulled him out of the pit and, and sold him to some Ishmaelite folk. And they traveled all the way down back through here, back over here to Egypt, um, where he became a slave. 430 years later, it shows the track that, that one man that left there left as, we believe, millions of people who traveled back across here, over here to Mount Sinai, and back over here to the full circle moment of the promises of God and the life of the people of God. But Joseph's life is uh, very, very intriguing. It's very intriguing because uh, he started out as the favorite son as the favorite son. I like to meddle with uh, my family, and I was meddling with my family about, they were talking about my grandmother's hugs, and how uh, whenever you saw my grandmother, she would grab you and she would hug you to life, hug you to life. And I was uh, kidding to some of my cousins and second cousins, and I said, you know, I was her favorite. And, and you know she squeezed me a little bit harder <laughs> than, than, than you guys. Just, just joking. Um, but Joseph's daddy squeezed him a little harder. Hello, somebody. 
he loved him a little more because he was really kind of the, the son of his youth. He wasn't the baby, but he was almost the baby. He had a younger brother, Benjamin, but he had that, 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 that baby of the family mentality. And many of us babies who grew up in the family as babies, I'm a baby of my family. And, uh, you know, we tend to be entitled. We, we tend to have gotten all the, the, the best out of mom and daddy because the older kids, mom and daddy, paroled them pretty hard. Hello, somebody. By the time the baby came along, mom and daddy got, got older and ain't got nothing. <laughs> it's got, ain't got nothing left. Hello, somebody. So he had kind of, you see, he had kind of like a baby, uh, baby of the family mentality, like he was, he was spoiled, and his daddy did spoil him, gave him what I call that FUBU jacket and uh, made him stand out as a result. And, and families, if you ever studied families and family dynamics, uh, it, it, it can be hard on you when you, your mama and daddy's favorite because mama and daddy may like you, but everybody else gonna hate you. Hello, somebody. And everybody else hated that boy. Hello, somebody. And as a result, they did what they did. I mean, they sold their own brother in to slavery. Uh, they almost killed him. Hello, somebody. They hated him so bad. And you look and see Joseph's life starts out like it was a charmed life. And then all of a sudden, he's in the pit. Hello, somebody. As somebody here today, you remind your life, it started out charmed, everything was going well, everything was going perfect, and then all of a sudden, there was a fire, all of a sudden there was a flood, all of a sudden there was an earthquake, all of a sudden there was a famine. It may not have been a literal fire, earthquake, or famine, it may have been a fire, earthquake, of, of a broken engagement. Uh, fire, earthquake, or famine of uh, you thought you, you had your school paid up and you had to drop out because you ran out of money. And there's all kind of circumstances that can happen that can take us uh, from being the favorite and put us in the pit. And uh, you think life couldn't get any worse. And then all of a sudden, uh, there's a term that says out of the frying pan and hand to the fire. And that's what happened to old brother Joe. We took him out of the pit, thought, okay, maybe he can start, reset, start again with the family, and they done sold him out. Hello, somebody. And now, this charmed life he had, he ends up being a, a slave there down in Egypt in a foreign land. Anybody know who's ever been to a foreign land? Uh, you know, I... I love America, and I don't have much desire to travel anywhere else because I love America. Um, I, I traveled in other places where they speak other languages, and they just have the audacity not to want to speak English. <laughs> 
You're trying to understand, trying to figure stuff out. They're speaking a different language. He had to go into the culture shock of not only slavery, but a culture shock of it all. And he, and he was there as a slave. And, 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 and everything, his whole life is just out of control. Somebody's listening to the sound of my voice. And things have gotten worse. And you went from the frying pan into the fire, and things have gotten worse. And you're a Christian, by the way. Hello, somebody. We think that in our Christian journey, we can't go through pits and we can't go through points of slavery in our Christian journey. But Joseph's life says differently. And not only that, it got even worse. My book, The Me Too Movement of the Bible, I use Joseph as an example of everybody that says Me Too is not Me Too. He was accused of sexual harassment because the woman looked at him and said, Good, 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 mother, he sure look good to me. Hello, somebody. And she wanted her some Joseph. Hello, somebody. Joseph could have decided to sleep up the ladder of success, help somebody to stay on the ladder of success. Joseph was a Christian man and he basically muffed and ran out. But he left possibly that same colored jacket, another clothing and got him in trouble. Hello somebody. <laughs> she accused him so it got worse. Where do you go from? When you go from the pit and uh, from the frying pan into the fire, how much worse can you get? But things can get worse. That's why we always say you better be thankful for where you are because things can get worse. And, and, and things got worse. He went from being a slave to being a prisoner thrown into the prison. Man, this charmed life. Man, one of the babies of the family, his daddy's favorite. And he's gone through all of this because of favoritism. He's in places that he could never dare think that he would be. Is there anybody here thinks that they're in a place that they never thought the day that they could ever think that they would be. That's what a lot of folks say, what it's like going through a divorce. I never would have thought that I could have ever been through or gone through this circumstance, this situation when I stood before the people. I meant uh, it for a lifetime, but they done cut the food. Hello, somebody. You're left to deal with life circumstances and you just can't even think or imagine how or why you would be going through something like this. You said, preacher, come on, let's get to the good part. You said God was faithful. Things have just gotten worse. <laughs> That's what his life is. It tells us in the prison. In the prison, he got to a point where it seemed like things were going to happen. He interpreted some dreams. And the dreams came true. And the one man that could have helped him, the Bible dare say that he was forgotten. He forgot about him. Have you ever helped somebody and they just forgot about you, fellow somebody? He just have you ever been in that place where you helped somebody? I always say to my sons in the ministry, remember me when you get to your glory. 
Ah, because sometimes even the people you help will forget about you. Somebody's in this spot today and you feel forgotten. You feel abandoned. You feel that you're in the pit. You feel that you're enslaved. We talked about that on Wednesday about Moses and, and how God would break the yoke off of Egypt, Egypt off of the people of Israel. Enslaved. Rap song singer said, in jail, in jail because you failed. But Joseph was in jail and he hadn't failed. Woo. Have you ever been in a bad place and you've done nothing wrong? Hello, somebody. Have you ever had to deal with some drama in life and you, you didn't do anything wrong? It, it makes you feel a certain way and you're left to deal with the fallout of life. You're in this divorce, you, you, the, the, the relationship has broken up and it wasn't you that did anything wrong. But you've got to deal with the circumstances. Joseph was forgotten for two years. Daddy, people were singing before we started our service. He's an on-time God. Yes, he is. Woo! And she talked about Job said, he may not come when you want him. But he's, yeah, he's always on time. He's on time. God! And guess what? Two years later, that on-time God showed up. Woo! On time God. Many theologians say they think that's about a 17, 17 year period of time from that pit to when he was raised into the palace. He got called out of the prison. Interpret a dream. Got a promotion. Hello, Stephen, just got a promotion. Uh, he's gonna be living outside of uh, uh, Denver, Colorado. I think Thornton, Colorado. His proud mama is just excited, straight excited, yeah. He's an on-time guy, yes he is! Hello, somebody. He's getting that promotion. Joe, Joseph got the promotion, now he's the second in charge of the land. Hello, somebody. And Joseph, if you've heard me preach this time or two, oh, I'm so glad that God didn't tell my story. Because <laughs> if this would have happened to me, oh, I would have been on time. I'd have been on time to Potiphar's house to get Potiphar's wife and Potiphar himself. I would have been on time. Hello, somebody. And when them brothers uh, showed up, I, I would have been on time. Hello, somebody. <laughs> I don't know if I remember the text. Vengeance is mine, said the Lord. You give me that power, vengeance is going to be mine. Boom, I would have came back hard. Hello, somebody. <laughs> That's what happened. They a famine in the land, like it's a famine across America for all this heat. It's a famine in the land. They had to come back from that place I showed you on the map, and they had to go down to Egypt 
Oh, to survive. And, and, and God's sovereignty, God's providence put them right before Joseph. And God had blessed them so that they could not even recognize their little brother. Hello, somebody. People see me from... Oh, my teenage years, many of them probably wouldn't uh, be able to see or know who I am. But their own brothers didn't know who he was. But to make a long story short, which is too late, I told a long story. <laughs> they became concerned. Because right now, their daddy has died. And, and, and I don't know if you've you noticed, sometimes parents are restrained in our lives. Some of the stuff that we do now, we'd never do if mom and daddy was alive. And they were concerned because uh, uh, jo uh, uh, Joseph had sent for his father and they brought him up there to Egypt and, and they were blessed beyond measure. And, and the brothers were concerned about, oh, retribution. But they were pretty cool but about that thing except when their daddy died. They were concerned that Joseph was going to be like Pastor Eton. I probably wouldn't wait till daddy died. <laughs> daddy would have had to understand. Hello, somebody. <laughs> but what they did, what they did, they were concerned. Thought that Joseph would repay evil for evil. And that's where we are in the text. Why I call it a full circle moment. They were concerned about it, and this is what Joseph said. Don't be afraid. See, one of the problems was is that he had a dream. He told his brothers, and in that dream, his brothers was bowing down to him. He had another dream where even his parents was bowing down to them, and they were offended by God's revelation for his life. Sometimes God's going to do some stuff and revelate some stuff in your life so much so that folk will be offended by it. Hello, somebody. Woo. Sometimes the blessings that you get from the Lord will cause it to be offensive to other folk because you ain't supposed to be blessed like that. Oh, I'm not supposed to be bowing down to my little brother. My little brother's supposed to be bowing down to me. Kind of like them Sooner and Cowboys. Hello, somebody. The Sooner just look at them now. They're these my little brothers. They, uh, they ain't about much. <laughs> Whoa, but... Now they're in the revelation. And now they are afraid of their brother because their brother is uh, number two in charge of the land. And Joseph had to speak peace to them right now. And God wants to speak peace to somebody right now and say, don't be afraid. Whatever you're going through, oh, you may be going through cancer. God said, don't be afraid, divorce. Don't be afraid. You may be uh, making a, a transition, that full circle moment as I talk about Brother Steve, who's, who's going to be moving up to Colorado. Oh, God says today, don't be afraid. Whatever you're 
going through that could cause you fear, cause you apprehension. Don't be afraid. And why do you not have to be afraid today, this morning, this afternoon, or whatever you're listening to this message? You don't have to be afraid because it says this. Daniel said, there is a God who can interpret. Hello, somebody. This is what Joseph said. Hey, that's what Daniel said in Sunday school. Oh, but Joseph says, am I in the place of God? Am I in the place of God? Don't be afraid. Today, God says today, don't be afraid. You're in the place of God. Ooh, let me say that again. Don't leave here without it. Don't be afraid that circumstance, oh, sometimes even a blessing can cause a little fear, a little apprehension, a, a little insecurity. Oh, sometimes even a blessing can cause you to be afraid and apprehension. Oh, but yet God says, I'm in this place. Oh, Brother Stephen, God is in that place outside of Denver. I believe that 18 minutes outside of Denver, there at Amazon. Hello, sir. Don't be afraid today. Don't be apprehensive. God is in this place. God is in that blessing. God is in your blessing. God is in your pit. God is in your struggle. God is in your sorrow. God is in. Don't be afraid today. In Jesus' name, this is a full circle moment, a maturation, a full circle moment. You don't need to be afraid because right now it begins to make sense of it all. There's some things that can cause you to lose your mind because it just doesn't make any sense. His whole life didn't make any sense. He went from being the favorite son to being a prisoner to being, oh, a slave. But right now at this time, it's a full circle moment, full circle maturation. That's full circle maturity. Don't be afraid. The Amplified Bible says this, but Joe said to them, do not be afraid. For I am in the place of God. I'm in the place of God. I'm in where God placed me. Woo! Let's say it again. Don't be afraid, for I'm in the place of God. I'm in the place where God placed me. And it says this vengeance uh, is His, not mine. This is what God did. Now, what you did, you did me for evil. Hello, somebody. But where I am, this is what God did. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Full circle management. Uh, and, and here's a full circle minute. This is what he said. Full circle minute. You intended to harm me. You did intend to harm me. You intended to hurt me. Somebody's going through a divorce, and that person uh, intended to harm you. That job, ah, you may have been fired. You did nothing wrong. It was meant and intended to hurt you. 
What you're going through, somebody may have intended to hurt you, intended to harm you, but a full circle moment means that, oh, I look past your intent. I look past the circumstance, and I look uh, behind and in it and through it all, and I see who God is. But God intended it for good. God intended what you're going through for good. New Testament says he can work all things together for good for those that love him and are called according to his purpose. Hello, somebody. He didn't say that all things were good. Because in this life, we got to go through some bad stuff. Hello, somebody. But, but God says he can work it all together for his good. Hello, somebody. Bad stuff, but his good. That's what Brother Joseph says today. Yeah, you intended to harm me. You intended to throw, throw shade on me. You intended to talk about me. You intended to kill me. You intended to stop my blessings. You intended to do all of that. But... There is a God, Daniel says. Hello, somebody. There is a God that works in my life. There's a God that watches over me. And if I just take a full circle minute, I can see the God that I serve at work in every situation, every circumstance. Am I not in the place of God? Oh, at times I thought my life was out of control. At times I, it seems like I was taken away in a whirlwind. But right now I'm realizing this full circle. Maturation is full circle minute. But am I not in a place of God? God intended this time for good. Hello, somebody. Yes, he's an on time God. Yes, he is. Genesis 45 and 7 says, God sent me before you to preserve you as a remnant on the earth and to save your lives by a great deliverance. God had a greater plan. Your plan was to destroy me, but God had a greater plan. Somebody's listening. That sound of my voice. Oh, uh, maybe your mama and daddy decided to was trying to destroy you, but God wants to raise you up uh, and use you as a deliverer. Oh, maybe that was folk, uh, uh, even your own brothers and sisters. Uh, oh, even your own kids, folk, uh, your friends. Uh, oh, if the so-called friends will try to destroy you but God says today I'm going to use everything and you're going to become a great deliverer you're going to save the remnant in Jesus name he saved that remnant that remnant ended up being millions of folk that's why God says never despise the days of small things we, we live in a world where we despise small things. We, we think if we're not a part uh, of a mega church, uh, that we don't serve a mega God. Don't despise uh, the small things. Don't despise uh, the remnant because uh, you don't really know how many folk are really up in this place. Uh, oh, there could be millions uh, up in this place. Don't despise uh, the small things. Oh, God says, uh, I'm going to use the remnant. Uh, oh, I'm going to save lives and folk are going to be delivered through the remnants. Oh, 
use you as a deliverer in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Yes, he's an on-time God. God of peoples. Yes, he is. Full circle maturation, full circle minute, and lastly, it's full circle moment. He said, to accomplish what is being done, the saving of many lives. See, God has a plan for your life, whether you realize it or not, a purpose for your life, whether you realize it or not. Jo Joseph didn't realize that God had a plan in the end. He didn't realize it. He could have, he could have, oh, tried to take things in his own hands and he could have tried to forget God in the bad times. But he was faithful. Can you be faithful in and through it all? Can you be faithful riding the bus before God blesses you with a car? If you're not faithful riding the bus, you won't be faithful in the car. Hello, somebody. In Jesus' name. Can you be faithful even in the moments and the times where it seems that life is like out of control? Can you realize and know that God is not out of control? When it seems like life is out of control, God oh, could be manifesting his perfect plan for your life. You better take a minute. You better take a moment to realize right where you are. I'm in the place of God. I'm in the place of God. I'm in the place of God. And he has a plan. He wants to accomplish some things through me. And it's being done. The saving of lives. Genesis 45 and 5. And now, do not be distressed or angered with yourselves that you sold me into this place because it was to save lives that God sent me before you. Ooh, that's deep, mature Christianity. That's a full circle maturation, which means maturity. Can you be that mature? Can you be that mature? Can you do what the uh, uh, New Testament says to Bless those who curse you. Ooh, that's what that's what Joseph that's what Joseph did. That's what Joseph he literally did that. They cursed the boy, and God raised him up and made him ruler over all of Egypt. And he did not curse them; he blessed them. There's some folk in your life that God wants you to bless that's been, oh, it's done some things to you that's meant for harm. Are we ready for that kind of true Christianity? Are we ready for that kind of true Christianity? We can look past the people and their intent and look at where God has us today one of the things that I notice about 
people who accomplish great things, it's a lot of times they tend to be petty. They tend to be petty. They say arguably the best basketball player of all times, Michael Jordan, was very petty. He was very petty. So much so that when he was inducted to the Hall of Fame, he invited the guy that beat him out of the position for his high school uh, basketball team. He invited him <laughs> to come and see him be inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame. That's petty. <laughs> Man, you done accomplished all these great things and you still thinking about this guy that beat you out of a high school game? That's petty! Joseph wasn't petty. Hello, somebody. He wasn't concerned about them. He was only concerned about what God had done. Am I not in the place of God? See, he had a testimony. Oh, nobody else could, could say how he got into that place, how he got into that position. Many times you get in places like that, you've got to be political. Oh, you've got to be charming. You've got to be a part of the clique, a part of the club, having been born an Egyptian. Oh, have the right education. Oh, you have to have climbed the corporate ladder to get in places like that. Oh, but Joseph was like that. Oh, that's how they he said that turn on the fence post. Whenever you see in the country a turn on the pit, a fence post, you know that turtle didn't get there by himself. And he had to point out to God and say, hey, this was a God thing in my life. I can't come down and be petty with all of these people. I tell my sons, oh, don't be pecking with the chickens. God has called you to be an eagle. Don't go down there pecking with the chickens. You need to soar, eagle soar. And God says today, Bethlehem, oh, let's not be petty and pick with the chest. Time to forgive some folk. Oh, folk who may have been prejudiced against you. Oh, it's time to go out and tell them about Jesus Christ and invite him into this place. Oh, that's known as a black church. Guess what? Bethlehem ain't really a black church. It's God's church. Oh, you can't hold that petty stuff that happened 20, 10, 30 years ago. You've got to rise above it because God has called you right now to be a deliverer and fun folk that need to be delivered of the very same folk that tried to destroy you. The very same folk all oh, that came against you. The very same folk that spoke against you. God said go back and bless them. Go back. They're part of the remnant. They're part of the harvest. They're part of the people. I want to reach all oh, for the gospel of Jesus to stop being petty oh and realize uh, that God has you in this place uh, for such uh, a time as this uh, to be a deliverer is there anybody here wants to be a deliverer is there anybody here want a bigger vision for your life uh, oh don't pick around with the chickens so eagle so in Jesus name 
Hall eyes closed, heads bowed, saints are praying, I'm out of time. You may be listening at the sound of my voice and you've never given your life to Jesus Christ. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him, he has made me and put me in this place to be, to be a deliverer for you today. If you have not given your life to Jesus Christ, we want you to slip out of your seat and come forward right now and say, I want to accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I believe that he was God's only son, that he died for my sins, was buried and raised again on the third day so that today that I might be saved that I might be a part of that remnant. I might be a part of that harvest that God wants to raise up here in the Bethlehem Baptist Church. Is there one right now in Jesus' name? Is there one? I didn't ask you, were you a member of Bethlehem? See, that's petty. I asked you if you were saved. Are you a part of the body of Christ? And if you can't say that you are, I want you to slip out of your seat right now. I am in the place of God. Are you in the place of God in your salvation? Sit up out of your seat right now. Is there one today? All you have to do is pray this simple prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I believe that you are God's only son. I believe that you died for my sins and that you were buried and raised again on the third day so that today I may be saved. Come into my life. Take over my will. I give my all to you today. In Jesus' name. If you pray that prayer, willing to pray that prayer, step out of your seats right now. If you're listening online, you're anywhere near Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. You've been born into the body of Christ right here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church. You need to come on home. We're located at 311 North Dunbar. Come on home. In Jesus' name. I'm out of time. Would you please stand as I give the benediction? Shall we pray? Father God, we thank you. We praise your holy name. For you were a faithful father to Joseph. And even in Sunday school, we've seen that you were faithful to Daniel. We heard, Lord, God, the people say that you are on time, God. Yes, you are. We believe, Father, today that you are an on-time God and we leave this place knowing that we have the victory. Put your hedge of protection around us. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again. The people of God said, Amen. Say to you, in the name of God has been faithful. Amen. You are dismissed in Jesus' name.